We enter into the final week of Razorback Spring football, and there are a lot of updates to get into, especially talking about Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles and their decision to stay at the University of Arkansas. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I'm your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I was unable to record yesterday because I was playing in the old Buzz Golf Tournament. I didn't hit them well, so don't even ask. But uh, it was kind of an all-day thing. and between waking up so early and golfing and then doing the radio show and then going and working out and everything. It was just a, a very long and tiresome day that I know none of you care about and none of you have sympathy for me, but I'm just explaining it to you as it is. But either way, uh, appreciate everybody listening in. And we're going to kind of dive into a, a lot more football because basketball's kind of slowed down a little bit uh, for the most part. And baseball ha has its things too. But everybody, of course, continues to want to hear about football and how everything's going in that regard. And I, I think that there's a, a lot of things that's happened, especially over the past few days, that were extremely interesting. And, and I will dive into specifically me going to the spring, I won't call it the spring practice or spring scrimmage. We'll call it, yeah, spring scrimmage. We'll say that. Uh, this past Saturday, which was only open to the media, and then uh, some of the things from the press conference, and of course, next this upcoming week, and is uh, spring fest, spring game, hog fest, Whatever it is, it's called. It's the big scrimmage that's open to the media and to the public and to everybody that wants to go to be able to go. So a few things that have been happening, nothing too juicy or dramatic. But I do believe one of the biggest storylines have been from the coordinators that we got to meet with this past Saturday in Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles. Now, we don't get a lot of access to those guys during the football season. In fact, none is, is given. It's only through the head coach. It's the Sam Pittman thing something that he learned from Kirby Smart. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but whenever you do get an opportunity to talk to some of these coordinators, it's always really interesting because, again, the rarity of being able to talk to them is kind of small. So I thought it was really fascinating just to kind of hear him talking about spring practice, individual players, and all those things too. But the thing that stood out the most was about the reasons or at least the story of these guys staying at the University of Arkansas. Because as we know, Barry Odom, Kendall Bryles, opportunities definitely have come calling since they've been at Arkansas. Opportunities to be coordinators at bigger schools, using quotation marks. Uh, opportunities to become possibly head coaches at smaller schools or, or whatever. The opportunities have been there, but they've turned them down and they've stayed at Arkansas. And that was definitely a storyline. And I got some clips that, because uh, I don't want to just, you know, go along with whatever they said and, and just you have you trust me you can hear it from the horse's mouth and I'm going to play both clips from both coaches and I apologize for this Kendall Bryles clip it's a little like hot on the mic I don't know why it came out that way so it's a little loud so uh, just a heads up there but you can still understand it and then Tom Murphy asked the question to him and then you hear Kendall Bryles answer so here's what he had to say about staying at Arkansas year three in this system and what why he's why he's back you've had opportunities what's what's the appeal for you to be here in season three um head football coach sam Pittman, um working working for him 
um, you know, University of Arkansas, State of Arkansas, and, you know, um, there's not, I would say there's not a ton of loyalty in, in college football uh, as far as coaching, but, you know, I, I felt, you know, loyal to Coach Pittman, give me the opportunity to be here, and, um, you know, obviously you got to look at everything from a career standpoint and, and what do you think is best, and um, I felt like I made the right move staying here and, and being, being with, with the guys and the coaches and the coaching staff and being able to keep all that intact um, is, is pretty unique. Um, a lot of times you don't get that. And, you know, the players, I mean, you know, having KJ back, that it had been really, really hard to, to look at KJ and tell him that I wasn't going to be here um, um, just because I love the kid and respect him so much and, and want him to be able to achieve his goals. So being here for the players um, and, and the state and, you know, raising a family here, there's not a better place to do that. So I uh, absolutely love it here and hope I can stay a long time. So really interesting comments there from Kendall Bryles when when talking about it. And we'll play Barry Odoms in a, in a little bit, but uh, just reacting to Kendall Bryles' comments, I, I know that a lot of this can be considered coach speak and, and talk and, you know, just saying, well, I, you know, I love being here. My family loves being here, all that stuff. But when you start to see the evidence behind it, it starts to give it a little bit of, of more credibility. When you start to see that these coordinators have stayed here at Arkansas, and there's proof of them staying here at Arkansas, and then you give you hear the reasons as to why, it starts to actually make you believe that they're telling the truth. Which I'm not saying that you know a lot of coaches lie. I'm just saying that we know the profession, we know how it goes, we know that coach speak is a real thing. But I don't think you're getting that from Kendall Bryles when when he talks about what he did, especially when the first remark he said was. Coach Sam Pittman, he says, the culture that he's built here is just incredible. And it's one that he loves being a part of. And the players and, you know, of course, getting K.J. Jefferson back, which is a all SEC caliber quarterback, is always extremely helpful, too. So uh, that's that's always a big thing. But all that being said, it's almost just like if you're a Razorback fan, a breath of fresh air, a, a nice relief to know that you're coach your head coach Sam Pittman is not just like some sort of dictator that the success only runs through him like it's not just where it's like if you if you cut the head off of the chicken it would be like a Bobby Petrino situation where it, he rules through in fear through intimidation through that way with players and coaches and all of that to where it's really hard for high quality coordinators and assistant coaches to want to work with them because they have to put up with so much nonsense. Sam Pittman's not that way. But Sam Pittman is also a guy that's not trying to be everyone's best friend either. Like he's not just a guy that's just, you know, golly shucks. He may come off of that as in his press conferences and everything. But if you watch him in his practices, he's not that way. He's an extremely tough guy who understands coaching and understands football and has an expectation that he demands out of everybody. And if you're not going to deliver on that expectation, then you need to get out. Like it, it's it's a quite it's quite a cool thing to see where he struck such a great balance in being able to be a likable guy that's easy to work with and work for, easy to play for, easy to like, but being a great head coach and building something that people choose to believe in. Not because there's no other opportunities, not because there's no other options, but it's because they see the writing on the wall. They see the reality that they're in, and they understand that there is something being specially built here in Arkansas.
And it's because of the culture Sam Pittman built. And, you know, Kendall Bryles, say what you want about the guy. I know he he went on through so much stupid criticism last year. Like, and I'm not saying all Razorback fans were that way, but there was a lot of people that would just wreck him all the time on play calling, all this stuff. And here's my thing about offensive coordinators, especially like Kendall Bryles. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Arkansas, they did not turn the ball over at all last year. They scored like 35 points a game. Uh, they had an extremely effective passing and rushing attack, an extremely balanced, and they did it all with doing the number one toughest schedule in all the, the country. Shut up. Kendall Bryles is one of the most elite offensive coordinators in the country. That's a fact. Ask anybody outside the state of Arkansas that knows anything about football, knows anything about coaching, and they will tell you the same thing. Kendall Bryles is elite. Okay? And... He being elite means he's going to have other opportunities. And even if it was to be a coordinator at some other major school or some other, you know, power five school that's got a college football playoff appearance or whatever it may be, he feels that at Arkansas, it's something great that's being built. Enough to where he feels strongly about staying here, where his family's at, and, and continuing to raise a family, whatever it may be. He's doing it all right here, right now at Arkansas because of what Sam Pittman has instilled into the program, the toughness and the belief that they can accomplish great things. And you hear it right there. Like that was the first thing he said was Sam Pittman. Like if you're a Razorback fan, that's got to make you feel really good. It's got to make you feel really good about the, the continuing building of the Razorback football program. And we're just heading into year three under Sam Pittman. Year three. We haven't even gone like there, he's only had one spring practice besides this one. It was last year, you know, like the quick turnaround. It does not happen in football very often, folks. Now, I know Arkansas has got a lot of work to do, and I know that there's you know, a lot of things that they got to take advantage of. Like I, I get all of that, and I'm not trying to disregard that or discredit that. But these turnarounds just don't happen where you go from the laughing stock in the bottom of the barrel in all of college football, and then in two years, where one of those years was a COVID year, in both years you had the most difficult schedule in all of college football, that you have turned your program around so much that not only did you finish third in the toughest division in all of college football last year, but people are talking about you maybe being a dark horse of competing for an SEC West title here in the next few seasons. That does not happen in football. Like Nick Saban's the only exception to the rule where I remember him taking over an Alabama program. Year one goes six and six, and then boom, 12 and 0 the next year. But even then, he didn't have to take over a dumpster fire of a program. People see what Sam Pittman is building. Kendall Bryles understands it, and he chooses, he chooses to be a part of it. We'll talk about Barry Odom's comments here in just a second. But first, betonline.net is the number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. And you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's baseball playoffs when they're going to be coming up, also basketball playoffs, too, uh, in the NBA. Uh, but listen, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information and live betting to playoffs and esports and so much more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions over at betonline.net, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, so continuing our conversation and discussing some of the quotes, at least from we had from Kendall Bryles and talking about why he decided to stay at Arkansas. Let's hear from Barry Odom. He's the defense coordinator at Arkansas. He's been here for three seasons. They're entering into his third year. And also a coordinator that when Sam Pittman hired him, it was like, okay, this is this is a big-time hire. He's a guy that is a household name that's been a head coach before at a major university. I thought shouldn't have been fired from Missouri, personally, but uh, he was. And he has taken the job at Arkansas by storm and has done a phenomenal job. And he was asked the same question to Kendall Bryles you know, staying here and why you stayed here and what is it about Arkansas that makes you enjoy being here? And here's what he had to say. I mean, if, if you, if your players play really well, you're, you're going to have, you're going to have opportunities every year. That That's not going to change. Um, my thought process on having an opportunity to come back with this group uh, another year was, you know, above, above everything, the most important thing. Number one, uh, the culture that Sam Pittman has every day in our working environment, you can't beat it. Uh, I don't, you know, I've not worked that many places, but you can't tell me it's better somewhere else. I think we've got a great uh, administrative support. The fan base is the, the best I've ever seen. It's, it's unbelievable. I believe with the team that we have, the way we've been able to recruit, my family is really happy here. I'm excited and happy to be here. I think we can achieve great success here. Uh, so all those things combined, um, if if there's an opportunity for me to be a you know I had opportunities as you know in, in um, you know a couple of things this off season to be a head coach again I'm not going to go take a head coaching position again just to say I did it I don't I don't need that my my ego doesn't need it I don't need it I'm having as fun as I've ever had coaching uh, being here and I don't know if fun has anything to do with it but I enjoy getting up and going to work every day. The student athletes that I've got a chance to coach right now, they're bought in. They like to play ball. They like to practice. They like to compete. They're doing a great job academically. It's a fun group to be around. Someday, some year, if a head coaching opportunity presents itself, um, then then I may go make a run at it. But it's got to be the right fit with the right alignment. And and uh, I feel like Arkansas is a special place. I feel like it is, um, you know, for me and my family and what we have going on defensively and program wise um it's the best job in the country for me right now it appears i mean how do you not want to give that guy a hug <laughs> if you're a razorback fan after hearing that let's go up to barry odom give him a hug and just say thank you um because listen not to go like he said a lot of similar things to what we said uh, talked about with kendall Brown, so we don't go dive into that but here's the thing that why razorback fans and i think the state of arkansas can be able to relate so much to when uh, comments are made by this by coaches who aren't from here, or have no connection here or anything like that. They're just coaching here and they buy into the culture. They buy into the, uh, the fit that they have here in Arkansas. And they hear comments like that, especially when talking about the fan base, talk about the state, talk about where it's at and all that stuff. Let's be honest. Arkansas as a state constantly is either forgotten or made fun of from people outside the state. Always. People who don't know anything about Razorback football or Razorback athletics will constantly say, well, you're just Arkansas. There's limitations to what you can do. You don't belong in the SEC. You need to leave somewhere else. They say things that are stupid and completely and totally ignorant because, again, they don't know anything about Arkansas. 
I can't tell you how many people I heard during the Chad Morris years at the end and then the, during the coaching carousel that everyone was talking about how Arkansas is just – they're getting surpassed. The, the, the entire SEC and entire college football landscape has passed them by. They're irrelevant. It's the worst job, one of the worst jobs in Power 5, yada, 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 all this crap. And, and it's, again, comes from people who never even been here and don't know what we're capable of here in this state. And it was extremely infuriating to have to combat that. And so when you hear coaches that come in here, again, having no connection to Arkansas other than the fact that this is where they're coaching at, and hearing these things and hearing them say these things, it almost gives you a little extra merit to what you've been trying to tell people and what you've been trying to say for so long and trying to almost in a way convince people, rightfully or wrongfully, convince people that there is more to this state than what the stereotype goes along with it too. Like, I'm sorry, but I know people have this obsession with Ole Miss because of whatever, Hugh Freeze or Lane Kiffin and all this stuff and like the Southern thing and all that. I, I know that people have that obsession. I know people have an obsession with the Auburn-Alabama dynamic with the Iron Bowl and everything. I know everybody has an obsession with LSU because of, uh, you know, what they've brought to the table and their kind of their culture and what they do things to. I know that everyone has an obsession with Texas A&M because they have more money than God and they just flout it like all the time and they do all these different things and they got some of the weirdest chants, but they have a huge fan base. Like I know people get obsessed with all of those things and that's fine, whatever, do whatever you want to do. But just because Arkansas doesn't have that thing that people become obsessed about and think it's so cool and trendy and fun and all that, that stuff does not make them some sort of lesser program or a program that nobody wants to be a part of. Or it's just like, okay, well, yeah, you're still Arkansas. You're still dead last in a lot of things. Nobody wants to go to Arkansas. No one takes vacations to Arkansas. Like, it's just stupid stuff. And so it, when you have coaches that start understanding and start realizing that, hey, this is something that's different. Like, because I'm sure, I promise you, Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom probably had a mindset of what they thought about Arkansas before they took the job. Like, I bet you anything that those guys did. And especially when Sam Pittman came calling, it may have been one of those things that they liked Sam Pittman and they liked the being in the SEC and they, you know, respected Sam Pittman, what he was doing and, uh, and all that. So they were like, okay, maybe they took the job because of Sam Pittman. And that's fine. I'm not trying to, you know, denounce that. But it sounds like once they took the job under Sam Pittman and they got here at Arkansas and they saw what it is here, what it's about here, how great Fayetteville in Northwest Arkansas is to live in, how the facilities are top notch, how the, the funding and the spending is incredible, how the support system and the fan base is second to none, like all those things. When they started to realize that, I believe that they just started to say, you know, this isn't just about playing and coaching with Sam Pittman, too. This is also about Arkansas and being a great program to be a part of. Now, a lot of that's because of Sam Pittman and what he's built, but a lot of it is because of what the fans and the support and the money and all that stuff brings to the table, too. More so than probably anybody even realizes or understands. These guys are in the long haul because they love Sam Pittman. That is true. But Sam Pittman being in Arkansas is such a perfect fit that even when these two coordinators end up moving on, which they eventually will, and honestly, I would love that for them because if they go on to a bigger job to be a head coach of some major program or whatever, that means that they had a high level of success here at Arkansas. That's what you want. 
But when you hear from these guys and you hear what they built it with Sam Pittman at Arkansas, if and when those guys move on, you know you're going to have coordinators and other coaches chomping at the bit to be able to possibly be a part of the program as well. And I think people are starting to come around in Arkansas and realizing that this just isn't some old crapperware. Like this isn't some old program that's living in the past that has no way of being relevant again, especially when you're seeing in every other sport across the board, Arkansas is not only being successful in it, but in a lot of them being elite level status. You're talking about basketball. You're talking about baseball. You're talking about softball. You know, you're talking about all these sports that are so highly successful that people pay attention and it helps and it's a camaraderie. And I'll say this, call it homerism, then we'll end the segment on this, but there is not a better athletic program in the country right now than Arkansas. Find me one. Find me a better athletic program, a healthier athletic program, than what Arkansas has right now across the board. You can't. You can't. You can't. These guys know. These guys know they want to be a part of it. And that's why, if you're a Razorback fan, you can't help but be excited about the continuation and the growth of Razorback football under Sam Pittman. Get to the final segment here on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so final segment of the Locked On uh, Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot to add uh, as far as anything goes as, you know, newsworthy or anything like that. I did want to make a comment, though, about the Razorback baseball team, and they lost their first series in a long time in SEC play against Florida over the weekend. And, you know, some people have, made comments about it. And and to me, baseball happens, you know, like some people were just like upset and frustrated. My whole thing is, is like, dude, you don't understand how rare it was last year to win all 10 SEC series. Like even the World Series teams, like last year, Mississippi State won the World Series and got swept by Arkansas. Like baseball, like that's just an anomaly. It's unfortunate it ended early for Arkansas, but it shows you how rare it is. And even in the SEC, you're going to lose series. It's going to happen. And unfortunately, Arkansas wasn't able to take care of business. And, you know, that's nothing against them or like all of a sudden, oh, gee, now they're not going to be very competitive or, oh, man, now they're not going to be very good or anything like that. It's just something that happens in baseball. So I'm not too worried. I know they got a doubleheader today against UAPB. And then they got a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series against LSU and Baumwalker Stadium. Bounce back in that one, though. Like, you need to win your home series this year for sure if you're Arkansas. You got Ole Miss coming up later. You got Vanderbilt coming up later. Uh, obviously, LSU here. You got to win those series. And then you got a couple of other ones on the road. I think Bama and Auburn, you both have to play them on the road. And they're actually, I wouldn't say they're good, but maybe they're better than what people thought before the season started. So uh, you got a few more opportunities here, but don't freak out over losing to Florida. Again, Florida's a good – I know that – you feel like you're a better team, but again, baseball happens. Continuing to figure out the pitching, uh, Connor Nolan's been awesome, been elite. I think Jackson Wiggins, he had a bad outing, but that's more the exception to the rule. I don't think that that's something that uh, you know has been a common place for him or anything like that. And uh, just keep swinging the bats, getting those hits, making those things happen. So I, again, I don't think it's anything to get crazy about or anything to look down upon or anything like that. It's just the way baseball goes sometimes. So just uh, keep that in mind, but either way. 
Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play, and also on Twitter, uh, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, go to our YouTube page. You can see my face every single day, which is a lot of fun. I'm sure it is. People are really nice in the comments too, for the most part. So yeah, check that out. Subscribe to that. Like this video. Hit that little bell notification thing on the top, so that way uh, you can be notified anytime that we post a video on Locked On Razorbacks podcast. And for any questions, comments, concerns, you can get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.